the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, live in the nation's capital. It's Theological Thursday. You ready? Let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on uh, Facebook Live. Thanks a lot for tuning in there or YouTube Live at Anderson Speaks is my handle for all my socials. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital, covering all of Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, not to mention parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Listen, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. And then a special episode every Saturday night at 7 p.m. of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. So you get a lot of this all week long. But today is Theological Thursday, and I've got a special guest I'm going to introduce to you in just a moment. You know, all week we've been focusing on black history from a white man's perspective. And today it's going to be no different. When I think of uh, great brothers in the Lord that I know uh, who happen to be of a lighter hue, let's say, who know black history, but more than know it, they live lives of gracism. I, I had to immediately say, let's see if we can get Dr. Joel Freeman uh, here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. So he's my special guest, and we're going to talk about black history from a white man's perspective, emotionally and theologically, with Dr. Joel Freeman. Before I give a proper introduction, let me give you my phone number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Let me open in just a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity you give us to connect and to learn and to stretch and to challenge and to grow. And we ask that that would uh, be the same today as every day. Just uh, be a part of our conversation. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Together everyone said amen and amen. A couple other ways you can get a hold of us. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. 
or my favorite website, EmbraceGracism.com, or you can just download the app Gracism and you can get all my information. But there's also a little phone icon. You push that and it'll call me right here during the show. Now, Joel A. Freeman is an American author, trainer, and motivational speaker and the founder of the Freeman Institute Foundation. He is a business coach to executives, corporate trainer, conference speaker, workshop facilitator, and organizational culture change specialist. His presentations include black history, entrepreneurship, and executive success coaching. His clients include uh, the prime minister of Grenada and his senior advisors, top government officials and business professionals of Nigeria and International Monetary Fund, as we know as the IMF, Keller Williams, the Secret Service, NSA, Entertainment Television, uh, Blacks in Government, NASA, Verizon, FBI, GE, and so many more. We can't even list them. He's written several books, including really the famous one that I know of, and that is Return to Glory, The Powerful Stirring of the Black Race. He's got a couple other books out there as well, like Kingdom Zoology, Dealing with the Wolves, Serpents, and Swine in Your Life, and God is Not Fair, Making Sense Out of Suffering. He also served as a player development leader for the NBA's Washington Bullets back then, Wizards Now, from 1979 to 1998. Joel Freeman, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you, brother? I'm doing great. Thanks. So, so good to see you. And it's so good to see you as well. Thanks for being live uh, in studio. When I think about black history and I think about people who know black history, I think about you even as a white man, when I talk about going to Nigeria or being in a small place that nobody's heard of called Badagri, you've already been there. You've already walked the land. You've already known the uh, the kings that are in the palace there. And so this has been a, a I guess, a passion uh, of your life when it comes to educating yourself in this world. Talk to us about that. Yes, I, I grew up in Alberta, Canada. I left home when I was 17. I just started hitchhiking all around the country, long-haired hippie, dope-smoking fool, mm -hmm. and had a conversion experience in 1972. Uh, it wasn't, uh, I think it was about, I was uh, probably about uh, seven or eight years later, I became chaplain for the Bullets. So mm -hmm. a whole lot I had to confront in terms of juvenile thinking, behavior. And it was my time with the Bullets, the Wizards, that... Um, really began to uh, create an interest in black history because mm. the players, they're looking at me like, you know, at 25 years of age, I looked like I was 15. And they're saying, I, I got to spill my guts to that guy. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so uh, they began to ask questions that uh, I had no clue how to respond. Mm. Uh, like, what did Jesus look like? And uh, what part did people of African descent play in, in uh, biblical and extra biblical history? Those types of questions, and then that really forced me to start studying, mm. and that, that's when my uh, interest and my passion began. So if somebody's interest and passion is stoked for studying uh, black history or how they can relate to people uh, of color, specifically Africans, African Americans, where would you encourage them to start? Well, uh, for me, it was not the social or justice issues that pulled me in. That was mm -hmm. not my gateway. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm always a big fan of gateways. When I talk with someone, you know, uh, your gate gateway was probably different from mine. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyone listening has different gateways. And mine came through the Bible. And it was, uh, as I looked at Isaiah chapter 18, 
that that whole chapter uh, it really uh, is like kissing a Mack truck at 90 miles per hour it's mm. like oh my goodness I, I did not ever see this before mm. and then uh, as I started seeing other passages of scripture in the book of Psalms and Zephaniah and others I, it just like it was like putting on a different pair of glasses mm. and I was looking at the Bible through a whole nother lens mm. and then all the other things uh, you know that happened in the last 400 years here uh, ancient Africa, all of that began to make some more sense to me. And uh, if my wife were here, she would say that I went for a long period of time. This was pre-digital. I would mm-hmm. go to the library and get uh, like Eisner Prize Part 1, Part 2 video series hmm. uh, or uh, Africa, a Voyage of Discovery by Basil Davidson. And then Ivan Van Sertima, who passed away in 2009, I got a hold of his home phone number. Mm-hmm. And uh, I called him up and said, Ivan, uh, you don't know me. I don't know you, but I'd like to get to know you, and I'd like for you to get to know me. And uh, we talked for a while, and he got my, my home address and then sent me a box of probably about 15 of his 30 volumes of literature that he wrote. Mm. And then he gave me permission to redline each book that I read and then call him up and then go through wow. line by line the things that, that I had trouble with. So he became like my... I guess a, a mentor. I, I yeah. guess I look at it this way. We can all see about 80 degrees in front of us, mm. maybe 35 on each side. Mm. And it begs the question, who have we invited into our lives to cover the 220, 210 degrees we can't see? And, uh, and he became my cultural coach. How about guide. that? A cultural coach to help you through. I think we all need one. Hey, listen, we're coming right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. If you have a question for me or Dr. Joel Freeman, give a call. 888 888- Four, three, bridge. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like or Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at Andersonspeaks.com. Real talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and Andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. I hate to see people wait to replace the roof. I'm working on a roof right now where the wood underneath the shingles and the ceiling in the kitchen needs replacing because of roof leaks. Don't let this happen. Get a free estimate before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. 
Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It is Theological Thursday, and we're hanging out with Dr. Joel Freeman, uh, author of several books, including Return to Glory, uh, The Powerful Stirring of a Black Man. You you need to get that book along with so many others uh, that we're going to be talking about. But Dr. Joel Freeman is live in studio with me today. And uh, Dr. Freeman, we're talking about uh, black history from a white man's perspective, emotionally, theologically. You talked about how you were working with the Bullets, uh, the Wizards today, uh, and dealing with uh, and interacting relationally with uh, black athletes, I'm sure, put you on a pathway of, of wanting to study this. Is that what you find out in the white community, that it's the interaction with people of color, specifically uh, black folk that can stir then a desire and a passion to want to know more about black history? Yes, like we were mentioning just before the break, uh, the, the fact that we can see only a limited amount around us and we have the, this huge blind spot. And I think that, um, you know, that it's important to read and that can provide a good, strong foundation. But then it's that interaction. It's, um, and I find that it's, it's conversations that go beyond sports and the weather and, and, and um, whatever. <laughs> and, yeah. just, uh, and to have, I don't want to oversell this, but I think it's good to have uh, at least one or two good knockdown, drag out verbal battles mm. that really test the relationship. Mm. And then, uh, then you can begin to enter into a whole different uh, realm. So it's kind of mm. like being married. You know, my wife and I don't, don't agree on everything. Yeah, but we uh, we disagree within the framework of commitment to each other, mm. and so it's developing the, the sometimes even the ground rules of how do we want to do this. If let's say a, a white guy and a black guy are getting together every Tuesday for lunch for an intentional purpose of getting to know each other, right, and each other's backgrounds and ethnicities and so on, and the stories and the meta narratives uh, that 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 uh, are there in both lives. Yeah, I think it's good to have a purpose, uh, even before talking about these things, to say, okay, we're, how are we going to deal with this disagreement? Mm. So the how can, uh, can really help to inform the why and, and the, the what and the where and all that kind of stuff that enter yeah. into it. Speaking of why, if I'm a white guy, a white woman listening right now, if I have the question in my mind about why I should even be interested in black history, can you help me out? Why should a white person even be interested in in black history, I, I don't have to know it to succeed. I don't have to know it uh, in order to uh, uh, get a job or to go to school. And so it's more of an elective than it might be a required course. So then why in the world would I really be interested in black history? Well, I think it's... it's Should a, I be? <laughs> I believe so, yes. It's because uh, we've all heard of the purpose-driven life. Uh, I like living the curiosity-driven life. Mm. And in curiosity, there are two aspects to curiosity. There's momentary curiosity, maybe if we're walking on, in, in a street in Amsterdam or wherever we are in the world, and 
we see someone with a mohawk and tattoos all over their face and their arms and everything, just about every inch of their body, we might have momentary curiosity and say, what the heck's going on with that person? Mm -hmm. But um, I think that uh, long-term curiosity, 24-7 curiosity, if you will, I think that is a much better way to live our lives. And Mm. so that taking that same illustration, if we have the luxury of getting to know that person, looking beyond the external and just seeing what what the heart of that mind of that person is mm-hmm. it, it just there's such a richness we can't do it with everybody mm-hmm. but i think we take a look within our spheres of influence our mm-hmm. neighborhood our church our work and we say okay here is someone that i think i can really connect with right. that is different from me and and uh, the, the way that it opens up our mind and our hearts uh, in it's just incalculable, mm. and I think the benefit that comes from it is uh, it's just hard to put into words. Eight 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 four three two seventy four thirty four is the number live in studio. I've got Dr. Joel Freeman hanging out with me here in the studio. He's the author of the book "Return to Glory: The Powerful Stirring of the Black Race," of among many other. Uh, books, and he is with us today because we're talking about black history from a white man's perspective. Uh, what do you think, uh, it, well, what is your opinion of the current state of race relations in America today, Dr. Freeman? It's very difficult to know um, because I think that under the thin veneer of professionalism and civility, I think there's a still a lot of questions and a lot of concerns, a lot of things that gurgle around uh, between people's ears. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that uh, if something is tested, then you can really see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 there's so many landmines, that's all I can say, uh, mm. that uh, uh, when uh, I know that uh, when a white guy and a black guy, let's say, are, are starting to talk about this, and let's say the subject of reparations comes up or the topic of slavery and it's like, oh, wait a minute, you know, we came from Ireland and we had it went through a tough time or we mm-hmm. came from Germany and our, our four, my forebears had nothing to do with slavery. So, you know, kind of get over it. And, mm-hmm. and uh, then you can see the eyes glaze over on the African-American person because <clears throat> they're saying, OK, I get it. Here's a, someone I really can't go deep with. Mm. And uh, and so then they they'll because of professional relationship, they still have to. Uh, work together or whatever their connection is uh, professionally, but then there's not the depth, the richness that can emerge. Mm, interesting. Again, if you want to talk to us, 888-43-BRIDGE. <laughs> Let's run over to Bowie, Maryland and talk to Mike, who's on the line. Hey, Mike, it's Dr. Anderson and Dr. Joel Freeman. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? Thanks uh, for taking my call. Excellent. Sure enough. What are you thinking, sir? Well, I was going to ask Dr. Freeman a question. Doesn't uh, the Bible and Revelations give a description of Jesus, and doesn't it describe him as what we would probably call an African-American person today? Yes, there's a, <clears throat> a very interesting description <clears throat> of bronze and, uh, and, and so on, so forth. I just think that uh, <clears throat> when we start looking at just descriptions and try to extrapolate some theological or cultural uh, uh, benefit from it um, in that regard, I just think that we are missing the whole point because I think that he has such a transcendent quality to him. When we meet him face to face, uh, I think we're going to be blown away by, uh, you know, that that song just, you know, I I can only imagine, you know, how we're going to respond and what he looks like, you know, says God is a spirit. 
And, of course, uh, we have uh, the anthropomorphic and anthropopathic uh, views where anthro being man and morphic form and papathic emotion. We have uh, we can see that he's trying to uh, reach out to us and communicate to us, but it's like a step-down transformer in electricity. Hmm. But he has to kind of hold back the true power and the true revelation and it's kind of like trying to describe to a Stone Age tribe what a refrigerator's like. We, we might say, well, it's a deep, it's the bottom of a pool, because that's the coolest thing that we can point to, to describe a refrigerator. And I think that uh, when we try to uh, try to figure all this stuff out in our minds, uh, you know, from a, through the lens of race or lens of ethnicity, I think we're missing a huge, a much bigger picture. But I, yeah, Mike, what do you, what do you what do you think about that response? I think well, I was the first thing that came to my mind was this. Doesn't the scripture say he, you got to believe that Jesus walked in the flesh, right? And so, absolutely. When they nailed, they didn't nail the spirit to the cross, did they? Well, the Discovery Channel did a show about uh, three years ago, a three part series on what did Jesus look like. And uh, they found yeah. two skulls of uh, first-century Jews, and through frescoes, and they, they, they had a, a, a forensic uh, sculptor take one of those skulls and recreate it, which is astonishing how accurate they are. And they came up with a, an Afro-Mediterranean look for that particular person. And so uh, I'm, I'm not one here to say that, uh, that Jesus was anything other than he, he was, I think he was dark of hue. I think he, uh, in order to uh, be spirited away to Egypt, I think there was a darker hue. Uh, I've done a whole series on blacks in the Bible, and when the nation of Israel went into Israel, we do know that uh, they there were at least uh, 318 Nubian servants that were with them because that's when when uh, when Abraham went to get Lot back, he had 318 uh, servants or people from. Uh, from the Pharaoh who went in after them. So they're part of this small band of Is- Israelites, and there's intermarrying going on. Uh, we have Joseph marrying a, a, an Egyptian woman. Uh, we, we can just go on and on. Uh, the black blood in Israel, we talk about the Lembas in, uh, in, in Zimbabwe, and they definitely, uh, through DNA analysis now, we now know they're direct descendants of Aaron. And they are as black as anyone else that you can imagine, and and so. Uh, so, I, Mike, Mike, when you hear that, what does that do for you? When you hear uh, Joel talk about the blackness of the the line of Israel and the people of that part of the world, uh, are you a black man? And if so, how does that strike you, my friend? Uh, I am, and I um. Uh, I majored in African-American studies in college. I got a degree, so I, I did some studying. And usually in college, they don't go back as far as the slave ship. So it's right. like almost like they teach that we, we appeared. Like that's where we started. Suddenly, like, poof, on a ship. Right. But, I, I, you know, I also am a believer in Christ and read the Bible. And I was reading just several things I saw where uh, I think it was Barnabas and Simeon were called the N-word. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. By the, the Romans. Yeah, but they don't mean it like we mean it. They mean it probably from like a Niger, right, and from Kush and all of that, the dark-skinned ones. Well, I get your point, but it wasn't a pejorative, right? Yeah, they, they, yeah. So they, they, you know, so um, um, and then uh, 
you know, that, you know, like I said, I hear it, it doesn't matter, but I, every picture that we've seen depicted in churches and my right. grandmother's house, she'd have this picture up, and it was always this uh, Caucasian guy, and right. I wonder, okay, if the Bible says something different, why, why are all of the depictions in churches and our homes of a person that looks not like it describes them in the Bible. That's a good That's a good point, Mike. I'm going to let you go there, but I'm going to continue to talk about this because I know we're going to a break, but the reason why I want to highlight this is because <laughs> what you're saying, Mike, is, and I don't know if you're saying it, but I'm going to say it for you anyway, and that is Christianity being used to suppress African Americans and the supremacy of uh, white supremacy in America then making the savior white when he wasn't white only instills a greater inferiority complex into the black person. And so your salvation uh, is through a white man, the same one who's suppressing you. And so you can only imagine if suppression and salvation together come through through the the white man, then that becomes the the picture of perfection of what we will be and can be one day. Then you throw in there white as snow, and before you know it, who the heck are we? <laughs> All right, listen, I'm coming right back. I'm going to let Joel respond to this, and we'll take your calls on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hey, it's Norm with A-Action Home Services. I just wanted to take a moment to appreciate our electrician's quality workmanship as well as their commitment to customer service. Whether you need an outlet replaced or a new light fixture or a ceiling fan hung, all the way to replacing your home's entire electrical system. Our master electricians are happy to do it, and they will perform that work with 703-922-1900 or visit us online at aactionhomeservices.com. That way you too can say, problem solved. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon, only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer, YouTube star Jamie Grace, and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of the Bible. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code WAVA to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code WAVA. WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. This important message is for anyone experiencing financial hardship and owes back taxes to the IRS or has unfiled tax returns. Recent events have caused massive job layoffs and financially burdened millions. 
While tough times will go away, the IRS won't. At Community Tax, we're on top of evolving IRS collection policies that could make it easier to resolve tax problems and dramatically lower monthly payments. If you're facing a serious loss of income, you may qualify for IRS hardship programs that may lower your monthly payments or provide dramatic tax savings. For taxpayers who owe less than $250,000 and are in a payment arrangement with the IRS, new guidelines could lower your payments substantially. Community Tax has decades of experience helping taxpayers with IRS collections. So call our helpline today for your free consultation and learn what programs you qualify for. Call 800-600-3010. That's 800-600-3010. 800-600-3010. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Be still and know that I am God, helping you hold still. We're 105.1 FM, WAVA. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you? Welcome to the second half of the show. We're talking on this Theological Thursday about black history from a white man's perspective, uh, emotionally and theologically, with Dr. Joel Freeman, uh, one of uh, the white men that I know. I know a few of them, but not, very few know black history and are as invested around black history than Dr. Joel Freeman. He's also an author, trainer, motivational speaker, and founder of the Freeman Institute Foundation. He coaches executives in corporate uh, events and workshops and organizational a cultural shift, cultural shift and change uh, as he teaches organizations how to get to where they want to go from where they are. His presentations include black history, entrepreneurship, and executive uh, success. He's written a few books, but one of them uh, that I've always liked is Return to Glory, The Powerful Stirring of the Black Race. Dr. Freeman, thanks, Scott, for being here with us. It's great being here, David. Before the break, we talked about, um, you know, the color of, of Jesus and what that meant for uh, African Americans who had been enslaved under the white Jesus with blue eyes and, and long hair. You also talked about the transcendence of Jesus beyond color and culture. Um, now, when we think about black history, how do we integrate this idea of a black Jesus, a white Jesus, a Jewish Jesus, and then black history that goes way beyond, like Mike from Bowie said, way back beyond and before we became slaves on a ship across the transatlantic? You know, something that I, I'm very passionate about is we just developing a black history curriculum uh, for K through 12. It's the first comprehensive such curriculum in the country. It's called BH365. And um, uh, one of the things that we decided to do is the first uh, the, f- the first uh, section or unit is about ancient Africa mm-hmm. because we don't want to reinforce the notion that black history started with slavery. Right. And uh, so once people are introduced or in some cases reintroduced to the genius, the productivity, the creativity of ancient Africa all across the continent of Africa, it's, it's just astonishing the amount of information that's there. And, of course, Africa, most of Africa being a uh, more of an oral tradition. Egyptian, ancient Egyptian history is more uh, of a written down and, and sculpted I- information. 
by, by putting it all together, now we're ready for the good, the bad, and the ugly of the last mm. four centuries here in America. Understood. The Black History Book, uh, an inclusive account of American history. When does this uh, textbook get into our school systems, and will it be required one day? Well, it's, an, it's quite interesting that Texas just passed a law that every school has to teach it. And, uh, and so already Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston are very fascinated by what we have. And so um, uh, we are, uh, it's going to be out in May, mm-hmm. and uh, we're launching it then, and we're very excited. We have a team of 14 people in all, and we also have a, a Grammy Award-winning uh, musician, producer, who is producing music for each one of the 10 units. Good. Starting from ancient Africa, uh, a chronological, historical timeline, all the way up to the end, uh, to, to current time. And then we're doing a whole s- section on the North Star, connecting it all to Canada. 888-432-7434. Of course, it's going to Canada. You're Canadian. <laughs> 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Falls Church, Virginia. Talk to JC, who's on the line. Hey, JC, how you doing today, sir? I'm doing well, and yourself? Alive uh, and grateful, my friend. Thanks for hanging out with us today. What are you thinking? Well, you know, the, um, I was dialoguing with a navigator's missionary, urban navigator's missionary, and on the topic of uh, reparations. Yeah. And uh, I, three years ago, I did a, a return to Kenya for my second visit, a uh, special needs focus, mm-hmm. and found a young autistic crippled girl uh, padlocked in a dark hut and, while her parents uh, worked the fields, mm. and w- the next day we were able to return to deliver a wheelchair so they could take her out and be in the sun um, mm. while her parents worked the fields. And, you know, as far as reparations, what I was dialoguing with this uh, navigator's missionary is if we pay people reparations here, do we not also owe the people that, uh, you know, over in Kenya or other countries, mm-hmm. you know, reparations for not um, not coming over. Uh, you know, um, the gospel tells us to be content with what we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just wondering if it goes both ways, if uh, for the people that were brought over here um, uh, and had a horrible existence and for the people that um, are stuck on the African continent today. Yeah, no, that's a good question. And so what are we going to do when we come back from the break, which we're going to go to right now, um, make sure you listen on the air, JC. Thank you so much for the question. It's one about reparations. And so when we come back, we'll ask Dr. Joel Freeman, how far does reparations go? Where does it start? And what are his thoughts about that? You are tuned into and you are watching on Facebook Live and YouTube Live Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and Dr. Joel Freeman.
Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel. And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum and Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum and Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301 864 6070. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition. Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Dr. Joel Freeman in the house with me today talking about uh, black history from a white man's perspective, emotionally, theologically. Dr. Joel Freeman has been working in the area of black history for uh, many years. In fact, he even has a uh, textbook that will be coming out uh, called Black History, an inclusive account of American history. The, the bottom line, uh, Dr. Freeman, before we talk about reparations, is that black history is really not taught. It's more of an elective, maybe in a, in a, 
in a school that uh, might be high school, might be college. And of course, if you're in a HC, HBCU, you know, a historically black college or university, then you'll get a lot of it. But outside of that, most people can get their whole education without really getting true black history. Isn't that true? It's very true. And it's something I think that, that is important about uh, this particular topic is that there are states now that are adopting uh, laws uh, for the schools to to force them to teach black history, which I think is terrific. Mm. So uh, that's why one of the one of the things that's happening. We did this. We started this about two years ago, even before any of this started happening legally uh, in these states. So now let, let me play white guy for a second um, here, and, and you you help me out. Uh, why in the world would you force us to learn uh, black history in our schools? Like, wh- why is that even? A thing. Why does my kid have to now go learn about black history that has nothing to do with them? Every time there is a a racially insensitive situation that's happened in our culture, and we can hold our breath for three weeks and something else will hit the news, there's always a a talking head on one of the uh, cable news that says, folks, we've got to have a conversation about this. And 10 years from yeah, now, I get national, the sense. National conversation. That's all <laughs> and, you ever say. Right? And uh, 10 years from now, they'll be saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm a solutionist. Uh, I believe in in taking steps, uh, in, in moving toward the solutions. Mm-hmm. So why not start in kindergarten uh, in a contextualized way, getting kids to start talking about this and preparing them in advance? For instance, uh, I'll just tell you this, the first class is not about black history. Mm-hmm. It's about teachers being trained to help the students create their own code of conduct, their mm-hmm. own rules of engagement made mm-hmm. up of we will, we will not statements. The second class is not about black history specifically, but it's taking, for instance, this is a talking stick that I have in my hand here mm-hmm. from the mid-1800s used by the Chokwe tribe in Angola. And every time the chief would hand this to somebody, it w- they, w- they had the authority to speak, everyone else listened. Mm-hmm. Then students will then be able to create... Um, uh, maybe a list of what is good communication, feedback, 40, 50 different elements. Choose five to ten of those elements and then create their own talking stick, mm-hmm. applying artifacts to that stick, like a button to, be, to remain open with each other, a feather uh, for having wings to get to the point. And then they, every time, the first three weeks, they'll use the actual talking stick they've created. And after three weeks, it becomes a metaphor. Hey, Tim? Susan has the talking stick, and you know what that means. Mm, how about that? And so when we're talking about uh, trying to help kids understand this and uh, black history in our school system and all that, what about reparations? Is that a p- part of uh, bridge-building conversations for our future as a multicultural nation? Yes, one thing that we're doing in the textbook and also coming up with another uh, uh, resource called the Elephant Experience. You know, it's mm-hmm. an elephant in the room, elephants attra- attacked, uh, uh, attached to Africa, and how do you eat an elephant one spoonful at a time? Mm-hmm. You know, so there has to be a process. And so we're developing a process for one-on-one conversations, for group conversations, uh, to develop around maybe 40 to 50 uh, very tough topics. And reparations is one of them. Three-fifths of a human being, uh, Uncle Tom, the Arab slave trade, uh, all these different things that, that uh, uh, people talk about. Did Africans sell Africans into the slave trade? Mm-hmm. And then we're creating QR codes. For instance, reparations, we have uh, a whole section of videos and articles that are pro-reparations, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a whole section that are against reparations and a mm-hmm. hybrid in between. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of have landed in the hybrid p- 
uh, part. What does that look like? Uh, well, David Chappelle has, has done a very interesting, very funny, uh, uh, politically incorrect approach to reparations. Mm -hmm. And uh, the whole idea is if if just receiving cash is is the concept of reparations, I think it's a very shallow response to the topic. Mm -hmm. I think that if we, you if someone has $20,000, let's say, just for sake of illustration, but we're still not dealing with education in our schools, and we're still not dealing with some of the systemic issues about the uh, about prison reform and these other types of things. How hollow is that? Right. And so I look at multi layers. Plus, I look at Annie Malone, who was the one who taught Madam C.J. Walker. I've come up with a mm -hmm. a proposal for taking back the hair care and beauty industry that is about ninety percent controlled by Asians. I'm not mad at Asians, but I have mm -hmm. a whole proposal from the top down, from the bottom up. <clears throat> it's a multi billion dollar enterprise uh, annually that uh, is recession as recession-proof as, uh, you name it, pornography, um, uh, uh, alcohol, mm -hmm. uh, gambling. And so by, by having African-Americans retake that industry mm -hmm. and educating people from the ground up that any goods or services that have this seal on it, then buy it and purchase it, and then we'll use that the the lion's share of those funds to create jobs and to rebuild the infrastructures of our inner cities. Okay, I'm a white guy again. So African chiefs sold Africans into slaves, the slave uh, trade. So it's not all it's not all of our fault. Well, uh, they're missing the point. <laughs> You're missing the point. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, uh, if, uh, as uh, that illustration indicates, is that, that I believe that. Um, you know, for so long, we look at evangelical Christianity, we look at politics, we just see such a blind spot in our country. Uh, we can talk about all kinds of other things, get exercised, mm -hmm. animated about these other topics, uh, and, and very, uh, very important topics. But when it comes to race relations, I just see there's such a weirdness. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm from Canada, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, people uh, kind of think that I'm, I'm a little weird, mm -hmm. perhaps, but I, I just I just think that it's it's important for us to address these things head on and for people to really talk about these things, communicate about these things and then to come up with solutions. OK, but I'm still a white guy and race is so divisive. Every time you bring up race, it's just being divisive. Why? Why do we have to bring up race? Why do we have to see race and everything? Why is everything a racial issue? Why can't we just be colorblind? Come on, man. <laughs> Uh, colorblind uh, is something that I think that uh, I, don't, I just think it's ridiculous. Uh, and so part of what I do is I try to be an evangelist for people to, to kind of throw salt out in audiences and to, for people to become curious and to want to learn more. I think it's a very myopic way to go through life. And, and a person that just simply says, uh, as you've just illustrated, says, has a response like that. I just think what a small world that is to live in mm. uh, because uh, what we're living in is what it is. You know, we can talk about how it happened, why it happened, when it happened, uh, who got nailed and, and who was victimized in the process, who was kidnapped in the process. But uh, the, the truth is, the reality is we are where we are. This is what we're dealing with. And so why not embrace an, uh, a, 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 an, an expanding mind and heart expanding experience and mm. to grow and by uh, walking straight into it, I think, becomes an opportunity for us as a nation or as individuals to grow. Hmm. We've been hanging out with uh, Dr. Joel Freeman, getting some of his wisdom and thoughts 
along the way, talked about some scriptures as well about the color of Jesus, talked about reparations, talked about black history and uh, his book that's going to come out in the uh, spring here in May as a as a textbook uh, for school so students can learn it from a very young age. Maybe this could be one of the major answers to help us build bridges of reconciliation uh, from a young age so it's not something that we simply react when we see people with tiki torches walking and marching through Charlottesville. Thank you so much for your great work. We're coming right back. If we want to get a hold of you, uh, Dr. Freeman, what's the best way to do it? Probably the website, joelspeaksrealgood.com. joelspeaksrealgood.com. <laughs> 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 we'll be right back. Don Crow here talking with local expert realtor Christy Moore, and she's sharing some amazing statistics with me. Don, a recent survey just came out stating 36% of Americans cry during their real estate transaction, and one in five admitted to crying five times or more. People consider selling their house just as stressful as going through a divorce or death in the family. That's exactly why we exist. We want to take that stress off your plate. Our team of experts are not only excellent at what they do, they also care. Our system is customized to your specific situation and designed to give you the certainty you need on what you're going to get for your home, when it will sell, and make sure it doesn't fall through. If you decide to take our advice, you will sell your house without the stress and hassles of traditional real estate companies. Contact Christy Moore at 866-404-5858. That's 866-404-5858. Why not give her a call right now? We're here to tell you about Boost Mobile's new upgraded network. That's right. Stronger signal, faster speeds, and more coverage. So now you can get everything you want faster, like Pipple's music. No, the new upgraded network means you can download music faster than ever before. It doesn't mean that it will make Pitbull songs faster. Oh, so this isn't the song. No, this is the song. Well, this is embarrassing. Step up with Boost Mobile's new upgraded network. Stronger signal, faster speeds, more coverage than before. Switch and get four unlimited lines for $25 per line per month and four free LG K51 phones. Access to upgraded network requires compatible device. New customers only. Four-line offer requires at least one port and activation from eligible carrier. Free phone limited to one per line while supplies last. Customers using more than 35 gigabytes of data during billing cycle may be deprioritized during times of congestion. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. Additional terms and restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal, and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Business recovery plans should be ready to go right now. The marketing team at Salem Surround is ready to help, so you don't waste a minute or a dollar recapturing market share. We'll help design your recovery plan targeting potential customers with proven marketing strategies. With every Everything in our toolkit working for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital marketing plan. Learn more at surrounddc.com. Surrounddc.com. Connecting you with new customers. 
Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Would you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com And thank you so very much for your support. Speaking of support and speaking of partnership, Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing is willing to serve you. They love my listeners, and you get a great discount because you're my listener. So listen, you got that mold, mildew, or bad smell in your basement. You need to make sure to get that fixed, and you can call them directly, and they'll do it. 844-980-3707. They'll keep you dry from top to bottom. You need a roof, they'll hook you up. If you need waterproofing at the bottom of your uh, foundation, they'll take care of you again. Their number, one more time, is 844-980-3707. And guess what? They're going to be represented at my party, Leap Day, February 29th, 2020. If you want to come to that, just shoot me an email, or you can register by uh, going on EmbraceGracism.com. Big shout-out to my Facebook folk like Valencia Black Powell and Kelly MP. Uh, Linda Genti Iskerzak, who I gave a big shout-out to yesterday. Daryl Musgrove, Amarellis Lopez, Connie Robinson, Caprice Hayes, Rebecca Rodriguez, and Stacey D. McGann, and so many others. Thank you so much for chiming in. We've been hanging out today in the studio live with Dr. Joel Freeman. He is a stud when it comes to black history. And a new black history book is coming out to America. It's called Black History an inclusive account of American history. Final words from you, Dr. Freeman. You know, I've just been thinking today. Here, let me let you hold the talking stick. <laughs> okay. There you go. There you go. Uh, back in the fourth century, St. Augustine said, uh, seek to understand before seeking to be understood. Mm. Uh, words worth embroidering. Uh, seek to understand before seeking to be understood. Mm. And I think that what's cool about that is that it uh, doesn't preclude the need to be understood. It just means we might not be understood, but it's just a chronological sequence that if we all implement for the next 30 days, I'm going to seek to understand my spouse, my, chi- my children, next-door neighbor, people that on the job, people at church, and that's the first thing that comes to my mind. I'm going to seek to understand. And then... Seek to understand some more, and then some more, mm. and then uh, hopefully the other side of being understood happens. But if it doesn't, at least you've uh, kind of nailed it. You you pull complete the circle, the cycle of understanding. Well, thank you so much for having us uh, to kind of learn from you as we're seeking to understand more about Black history. If you want to get a hold of Dr. Joel Freeman, make sure you go to JoelSpeaksRealGood.com. Joel speaks real good. 
That's funny. Dot com. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you so much for Dr. Joel Freeman, his good work, and thank you for helping us try to learn how we can be the best when it comes to being gracious as you are and as you are in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Hey, Act.